This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning. This is Sport Today, your weekday sports news podcast that puts you ahead of the game. I'm Sam Ferris. And I'm Martin Gabor. It's Tuesday, the 14th of September. In your sport today, Novak Djokovic falls short of a tennis grand slam. Tim Payne goes under the knife. Jess Fox wins the World Cup. And Dylan Orcott steals the show. This is your sport today. Those of you who tuned in yesterday will know that as we went to air, the men's final of the US Open was underway. Well, about two hours later, we had our winner, and it wasn't who many expected, Daniel Medvedev beating Novak Djokovic in straight sets and gabs. It cost Djokovic a bit of history. Yeah, maybe even more than just a little bit, Fez. Two major milestones were on the line for Djokovic. So he was going for a record 21st major title, and that would have put him one clear of Roger Federer and Rafael Nadal as the most in men's tennis. But he was also going for all four majors in the same year. And the last man to do that, of course, was Australia's own Rod Laver, who was in the crowd watching it all. But it wasn't to be. Medvedev was far too good, winning 6-4, 6-4. You guessed it, 6-4. Djokovic, he was really emotional at the end of this match. He was seen crying into his towel. And he said after the match that he felt relief that it was all over after all that build-up about the records leading into the match. Yeah, and the US crowd was right behind him. And Djokovic actually said after he'd never felt that love from New York before. Uh, Medvedev lost in the US Open final in 2019 to Nadal and the Australian Open this year to Djokovic. But now he's got his first major title. And he did an unusual celebration and then delivered a pretty good speech too. Yeah, so a lot of players generally fall to the ground after winning a Grand Slam. Well, Medvedev sort of flopped to the ground like a fish when he won, (laughs) which he later confirmed in his speech was a goal celebration from the soccer video game FIFA called The Dead Fish. Before that, he thanked the crowd, his team and Djokovic, who he called the greatest tennis player ever. And get this, Fez, he said that it was actually his third wedding anniversary the day of the match. Medvedev said he realised after he won the semi-final a few days before that he wouldn't have time to get his wife a present, so he said he had to win the final for her. Luckily, he won, and he's in the good books forever. Yeah, he's in the good books, uh, and the winner's check of nearly $3.5 million might be able to buy a pretty good belated anniversary (laughs) gift. Uh, There's a link in the episode notes to check out the speech, and that's it for Major Tennis this year. Gabs, no more. Yep, but we will have the Australian Open in a few months, so let the journey begin. Yep, the countdown is on. Cricket fans will know the Men's Ashes series is still about three months away. So with a bit of time up his sleeve, Australia's men's test captain Tim Payne has decided to get surgery on his neck. Yeah, so Payne will have surgery in Hobart today and that's to fix a pinched nerve, which is causing him pain in his neck and left arm. And because of that, Sam, he hasn't been able to train properly. Now, it doesn't sound great, But Payne says he expects to be back and moving around by the end of the month and training at full intensity by October. So most importantly for Aussie cricket fans and the selectors, he says he'll be ready to go for the first test of the summer, and that's whether that's against Afghanistan or England in the Ashes. Payne has been captain of the test team since the sandpaper scandal back in South Africa three years ago, and at 35 years of age, many are tipping that this could be his last summer in the test team. 
Yep, Gabs, but uh, Payne says he hasn't put an end date on his test career just yet. Uh, the men's domestic cricket season starts next week with Western Australia playing South Australia in Adelaide and the Aussie women's cricket team plays India in Mackay next Tuesday. It feels like only yesterday the Olympics were on, but it's been more than a month since they finished in Tokyo. Just time flies. And those who watched the games as much as you and I did, Gabs, will remember Aussie Jess Fox winning gold in the canoe slalom. Fox didn't celebrate for long on the weekend. She won the gold at the World Cup meet in France and with it, the series. So it wasn't just gold. Fox actually won a full set of medals at the World Cup. So she won gold in the K1 kayak, and that's the event she won bronze at Tokyo after those two time penalties. Then in the C1 canoe slalom, she won silver, and this time time penalties cost her. And then she came third in the extreme slalom, which unlike the other events, there are four paddlers going at once in the same race instead of just having one person out on the course at once. The win in the K1 was a big deal because it means Fox won the overall World Cup series, which is made up of four races, and it's the third time in a row now that she's done it. Yeah, Fox also came in second in the Canoe World Cup series, which she's won five times in the past. There's no rest yet for Fox. She's heading to Slovakia today for the World Championships in Bratislava starting on September 22. Today's trivia question, how many World Championship gold medals has Fox won? Give you a bit of a clue on this one. It's a nice round number. What do you reckon, Gabs? Uh, well, if it's round, it's going to be 10 or 20. Uh, I'm going to back her in for big. Go 20. The answer at the end of today's episode. A bit of rugby league news now. Uh, the NRL has done a 180 on their decision to put the Melbourne Storms preliminary final on at the same time as the AFL grand final next week. So listeners in Victoria can now watch them both without having to flick the channel. Well, not just Victorians. Maybe there are some Storm fans in Sydney listening to this podcast, (laughs) maybe even on this podcast. Maybe. So so the context here is the Storm were meant to play at the same time as the AFL Grand Final, and that's Saturday week. The Storm wanted their match moved to either the Friday night or to Saturday Arvo, and that's to avoid the clash so that their fans wouldn't miss out on the footy. Now, Sam, a clash like this never usually happens, and that's because the AFL Grand Final is traditional traditionally played in the afternoon. But of course, that's been pushed back a few hours this year because the game has been moved to Perth due to COVID. The NRL initially said they would not budge, but they said they listened to the fans and decided to bring the game forward by a few hours. Yep, so that game is now at 4pm on Saturday, September 25 at Suncorp Stadium in Brisbane. The Storm will play the winner of this weekend's match between Penrith and Parramatta with the winner of the prelim to go straight through to the grand final. Western Bulldogs supporters have had an early win before next week's AFL Grand Final, and that's because the AFL has allowed them to wear their traditional colours for the game against the Melbourne Demons. Yeah, and it means that both teams will get to wear versions of the jerseys they had when they last met in a VFL Grand Final, and that was all the way back in 1954. The teams wear similar colours, mostly red and blue, and it would have forced the Bulldogs to wear an alternate jersey if the AFL decided that it was too hard to tell the teams apart. 
But, Sam, they played back in round 19, and the AFL said it wasn't an issue then, so it wouldn't be a problem now. It's been an issue in the past, like when Richmond had to wear their alternate jersey in the 2017 grand final. That was a yellow one with a black sash instead of the other way around. And fans wanted the traditional jumper in what was their first final in 35 years. The AFL didn't budge, but the Tigers won anyway, beating Adelaide in the final. It wasn't a problem for the Ds because they finished first and they get to play in their home strip. Uh, And the Dogs, they're going to wear the same strip as they did against the Swans in the 2016 grand final, which they won. But eagle-eyed fans will notice that the Bulldogs players will be in white shorts this time. Remember when Aussie wheelchair tennis player Dylan Alcott ate a chicken nugget <laughs> off his gold medal at the Paralympics? Yes, who could forget? <laughs> well, he might have topped that yesterday during the US Open men's final after he'd won his own Grand Slam. Uh, he actually sculled a beer out of his own US Open trophy and it's fair to say the crowd loved it, Gabs. Yeah, they did and I reckon he did too because he absolutely demolished that thing. He downed the whole <laughs> thing, tipping the empty trophy on his head afterwards just to prove that it was all gone. Now, this is a bit of a tradition, drinking some kind of alcohol out of a sporting trophy. We've seen it with the AFL Cup, that enormous Stanley Cup in the ice hockey. And when there isn't a trophy with a cup, anything is an option. Just look at Aussie F1 driver Daniel Ricciardo. I mean, he sculled that champagne out of his shoe when he won the Italian Grand Prix yesterday, and didn't he love it? Yeah, I don't know how he loved it. I said it yesterday. <laughs> I'll say it again, Gabs. That can't have tasted good. F1 drivers lose something like five kilograms of sweat per race. Where's that all that sweat go- goes into your shoes? Anyway, there's a link to all cut necking that beer in the episode notes. Time for catch this, the stuff that caught our eye. What's coming up, and what do you got, Gabs? Yeah, it's World Surf League finals time, Fez, but they've been delayed a few days because of poor swell and fog. But thankfully, it looks like it'll go ahead tonight. Aussie Steph Gilmore is going for a record eighth world title. If it goes ahead, we'll give you the result tomorrow. Uh, the answer to today's trivia question How many gold medals has Jess Fox won at the World Championships? Gabs, you went for 20. The answer is 10. She'll get to 20 in no time, Sam. Yeah, she's only 27. Her first gold medal came back in 2013. All right, that's it for us today. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll catch you again tomorrow.